Hey out there, this is Scott McKay, and what you're about to hear is our latest X and Y on the Fly podcast about what men and women don't get about each other. And what you don't get is nearly enough episodes of this show. So here's what Emily and I have done. We've created a special bonus episode on the birth of our son. It was a pretty wild ride. I still can't believe the midwife grabbed my ass. But anyway, you can get that by going to www.deservewhatyouwant.com. That's right, our main website. And when you get in on our newsletter, and by the way, if you're already in on our newsletter, just opt in again with the same newsletter subscription address that you used the first time, and you'll be able to get our bonus episode of X and Y on the Fly. Don't miss it. It was a lot of fun. And now... On with episode number 34. Live from the mysterious mist and shrouded mountaintop fortress that is X and Y Communications Headquarters, you're listening to X and Y on the Fly, the dating podcast with your hosts. Scott and Emily. What is up out there in the wonderful world of podcasting? My name is Scott McKay. And I'm Emily McKay. This is the big episode 34, the long-awaited next episode of X and Y on the Fly. And today, Emily, we are going to talk about something where I don't think even angels dare tread. That's right. It's going to be on what we don't get about each other. Yes, what men don't get about women. And what women don't get about men. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to try to understand motos right here on episode 34 of X and Y on the Fly. We are going to decode the opposite gender. We are going to actually start getting women. And women are going to start getting men. At least that's what we're planning. Absolutely right. It's about time we get to understand what you men are all made of. Well, you know, I think the first place to start is to actually believe you can do something like this. Well, it's not that hard. You know, we get this men are from Mars, women are from Venus stuff. And really, we're all basically the same. Yeah, I mean, that stuff's pumped in our head that there's differences between men and women that we're never going to be able to understand these foreign alien creatures. Look, you cut me, I bleed red. (laughs) There are certain things that are the same about human beings. I think most things are the same about human beings. I think feelings are the same. Yeah, we just simply have to understand each other. Right. Simple things. I think, you know... If something sad happens, I feel the same as a woman would feel. If something exciting happens... We both get excited. I think it's true. I think basically human beings are more alike than different. I think it's where we're wired differently that we start focusing on too much. You would just have to appreciate the uniqueness of a man as well as the uniqueness of a woman that makes us so different, that makes us just be crazy for each other. Yeah, that's right. It's either we're all the same or if it has something to do with us being attracted for evolutionary purposes or whatever you want to call it, for the purpose of getting together to make children, to make a team, to complete each other, if you will. I think that's the only places we're different. It's like a puzzle piece. You don't need two identical puzzle pieces because they won't fit. They have to be something different so that they fit, just intertwine perfectly. Yeah, there we go being heterocentrist again, like we're accused of being. Well, then I'm guilty of it. Yeah, me too. Guilty as charged. I don't know anything other than heterocentrist. Yeah, I have no experience otherwise. So. <laughs> yeah, otherwise I'm talking about something I don't know what I'm talking about. So heterocentrist we are. Guilty as charged. Let's get into this then. Okay. 
you know, like I said, the feelings are similar. What it is that makes us a nice team for reproductive purposes or, I don't know, even running the house purposes, I think is where we're divergent as men and women. The first thing that I don't think women get is that guys aren't always in a big group hug. We need some time away. We need some time, not just with our friends, but by ourselves, you know, the whole cave thing. I think that actually comes from men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I think that's, that comes from that book, but I think it's true. That yeah. part is true. That y'all need your space. Well, you know, anytime a woman hears the magic words, I need my space, she flips out. And we know as guys that if we ever hear that from you, because you're women, you probably mean something else. But guys really, really do need their space. We just can't be showered with affection and completely smothered all the time. And some women, I think, have a hard time understanding that. Yeah, a lot of us women love being smothered and hugged and kissed and this love fest that we just love to be around each other, around people, around our loved ones, and especially around our husbands yeah, or boyfriends. All the time, 24-7, 365. Right. And, you know, sometimes we want to go out and shoot some pool, so play golf, ride our motorcycles, whatever we're doing. So if we're a woman who likes to be with y'all 24-7, you can see why it's so hard to understand why y'all need your space. Well, yeah, but that's one of the things we are as men. I think it probably goes back to us being the hunters and having to leave and go gather and then come back. Right. And feed the nest. To feel proud and happy. Right. And, you know, I think that's a lot of the reason why men like to go to work and come home. You know, that's one of the things we're struggling with right now. Because I work out of the house and you work out of the house. Now that we have a little kid, you know, you're telling me to hold Junior and this, that, and the other. And I feel kind of disconnected from going to work. Right. And doing my work. But I need my time to go to work. And I'm not sure you completely understand that. I do. Yeah. Maybe, but that's because we work hard at this. I understand it, but it doesn't make it easy. Yeah, and like if a guy does go to work and he comes home, a woman will you know, famously just start deluging the guy. <laughs> Honey, I need to do this. Honey, Junior did something bad today and he needs you to spank him or discipline him or something. And the guy needs to come home and just breathe oxygen, have a beer, you know, kick his shoes off and just decompress from all the stress of work just for 10, 15 blessed minutes. And y'all won't let us do it. You just won't let us do it. And, you know, this is something that doesn't come out in the dating realm. No, it doesn't, does it? No, because there is no decompression. You're showing up on your best behavior. It's not till you actually live with someone that you actually see this. Or... But that's part of life. Well, that's part of life. Or you're actually out on a trip like we went on. We oh, get yeah. to see how the other person ticks. We did it twice. That's right. Well, what are, here's some things that men don't get. Let's let's uh, ping pong it back over to you. Okay. Now, coming from a woman's point of view, we're at home all day long. We're cooking. We're cleaning. We're taking care of the kids. We've been working since early morning. And guess what? Our job doesn't end until we go to bed. And even then, it doesn't end when the kids are sick. It's around the clock 24-7. So it's really nice when you all come home because that kind of gives us an opportunity to take a five-minute break. Yeah, but we feel like the Beatles or something. You know, you just mob us at the door screaming. <laughs> you know, if you throw all your arms around us and hug us and kiss, yeah, that's great. But, man, there has to be a middle ground there. Right. I would say give you all a little bit of time and space to decompress. Yeah. And then come along and help us. Yes, I think that's perfectly fair. But I think you're right. I don't think men understand that you've been, if you're a mom, for example, you've been dealing with baby talk all day. You would love to have some adult conversation, and you just can't wait. Right. Yeah, it's been brewing all day. Yeah, I don't, I don't think men fully understand that. 
think and, it's know, a good compromise there. Being at home is, it's really a domestic engineer. You're working 24-7, mm-hmm. and you don't have an 8-9 to nine job or 8-5 to five job. It's around the clock. I think also a lot of men don't understand that parenting is something that a father has got to be involved with. That's right. And unfortunately, in today's society, and I'm not going to say just men only, a lot of women and men both are guilty of not parenting their children. That's right. It takes a village to raise a child. You know, you send your kid to school and they're supposed to learn everything they know about life by kindergarten. You know, no. Moms aren't the only ones raising children. And certainly you don't leave it to third parties. A father being a role model is important not only to the development of sons, but to daughters also. Yes, absolutely. And being able to approve of that son and that daughter. Guys, you're very, very important as fathers. And, you know, you think, you know, you can just go knock some women off, pay the child support, and you're off the hook. you got to be more responsible than that because these little kids need daddies. They really do. But this is a dating podcast, so let's talk about sex. Men don't get, I don't think fully the societal pressure against showing sexual urges and a desire for sex that women face. Absolutely. It's like a double, it's a double standard. Yeah. And it's hard for us women to walk that line of Mm -hmm. showing sexuality without coming across as being too forward or too slutty. Right. We want to be desirable and want to be swept off our feet. Mm -hmm. So it's like a really hard, fine line to walk. Yeah. Guys don't understand that. No. Uh-uh. And we don't understand why you would look sexy for us and then have to kind of bury that sexuality lest you look like a slut. Meanwhile, guys are heroes, supposedly, allegedly, the more women they sleep with. Except with the women, ironically enough. You know, we're heroes to each other and our buddies, I guess, but it keeps us from getting the great women. It does. It does. And, you know, the reason why we dress up sexy because we want y'all's attention. Right. That's exactly right. And, you know... It's something that we don't understand. What would be great is if men and women both understood that the other gender is equally as sexual and just accept it. If a woman has a sexual history, it's not a Madonna whore complex driven thing. At least it shouldn't be, guys. You have got to allow a woman to be sexual. And guys, you're allowed to be sexual too. It's like, I don't think men understand that women want to be approached by good guys or respectful. We do. You know, I don't get that about you guys. Why so many men don't want to approach us? Yeah, that's what I'm Why saying. Why are y'all afraid of us? We want y'all to approach us. Matter of fact, you did a newsletter recently mm-hmm. about eating alone. Right. And there have been so many times when I was single, I did eat alone. Matter of fact, I purposely either sat at a table where there was a space for someone to sit with me or at the bar so that there'd be someone to talk to. That's right. And I wanted the guys to come to me and talk to me. Sometimes they did, sometimes they didn't. And it was always disappointing when they didn't. Yeah, because you're human. Right. Eating alone sucks. Actually, it was the blog where we talked about that. That's right. Right? And it was a video. And we had a woman actually respond with a comment saying, hey, look, you know what? Yeah, guys, if you see me eating alone, please come talk to me. And you all aren't going to go approach us Mm because you want a man who leads. That's a difference between a man and a woman. Right. Guys don't understand that. You hear all the time men saying, oh, women need to show us. They need to learn to show us some kind of interest, indicator of interest in IOI, right? Before we come and talk to them. Guys, it's not going to happen because you're the man. You're supposed to lead. And we want you to do that. I mean, that's the one thing I don't understand why men don't. Right. Exactly. You know, it's up to us, guys. 
Also, I don't think that men get that women are really, really sexual beings and that sexuality in them will bloom if we respect them as human beings the way we like to be respected. Again, we're more the same than different. You can't go around treating a woman like a sex object and expect her to be excited about it. Oh, no, you get the opposite response. But if you were ever to be around us women when the men aren't around, Mm -hmm. believe me, we are definitely very sexual. Yeah, you can just watch Sex in the City. That show changed everything. That's right. And so we really do enjoy being sexual beings. We just don't want to be treated like that's the only like thing we're for. Meat. Yeah, right, exactly. And, you know, guys are always disappointed in women when they treat women that way. And men are certainly disappointing women when they act that way. Yeah, because we don't we don't give it to you guys when you're like that. Yeah, all of us are disappointed because we're more alike than different. We like being respected. We like being cared about. We like being loved. That's right. I think another thing is women, they think that having sex with a guy is going to get him to commit to them and fall in love with them. Oh, guys yes. aren't wired that way, no. ladies. Men and women are definitely wired very much differently yes. in this part. Men can actually separate themselves from the actual act of sex and the emotion that goes with it. Mm-hmm. And with women, we like to tie them together. Yeah. And we like to think that men are the same way, but in reality... We're really not. We're not. Uh-uh. And if women who sleep with men thinking that they're going to form a bond are actually forming the opposite. Because right. once he's detached the two, there's not very often that he'll put those two together. It's like freaking Humpty Dumpty. All the king's horses and all the king's men are going to put that back together again. Now, other exceptions, yeah, I think women can get jaded from this and learn to just have sex for the sake of sex. Right. And I think some men actually do really believe that if they have sex with a woman, especially if they don't have a whole lot of sexual experience, that it is going to lead somewhere and it's this big heartfelt thing. So I don't think this is a dyed-in-the-wall difference between men and women. Matter of fact, it might be more societally driven than anything else. It might be a social dynamic. I think you're right about that. Yeah, but it is a difference. Yes. Women need to keep this in mind, especially if she's using sex for the intentions of causing a man to fall in love with her. Yeah, and you know, that brings me to another point. Women don't get that men are deathly afraid of hurting a woman's feelings, like making her cry. Really now? Oh, man. The last thing we want to do is make a woman cry. It just absolutely rips us apart when we do it. And, you know, some women will manipulate with that, right? Now, is that why guys usually don't call women back? Yes, the silent breakup treatment is something that women don't get. We don't want to face hurting your feelings, so we just don't call you again. And I understand. I get it. I know you all just can't stand that. No, because they want closure. Women want closure. And so would we. If a woman just falls off the face of the earth, we want to know what we did wrong. We want to know what happened. We take it personally. We feel rejected. But man... If we don't want to talk to a woman again, we will give her the silent breakup treatment at the drop of a hat and not even think twice about it. And guys are guilty as charged. And that is why. And you all don't understand it. (laughs) We don't want to deal with you crying. It's really an arrogance because I don't know about other guys, you guys out there listening. But for me, whenever I tell the woman the truth and do it in a respectful manner, you know, my favorite line, guys, you can write this one down. Just tell her you think that she's some other guy's woman. You two just aren't a match. She needs to find another guy. That's very well worded. Yes. You know, don't blow her away. Don't tell her she's too ugly or she gained weight or, you know, you just, her breath smells funny. Don't tell her stuff like that. 
Just make it very respectful, but absolutely tell her you're not interested anymore. Don't leave that woman hanging out by the phone saying, is this guy ever going to call me again? Man, it's just not respectful. And see, we're more alike than different here. It's a human thing. And what men don't get is women are probably waiting by the phone wondering when is he going to realize he's made a mistake. Right. Yes, exactly. What, did he get run over by a car or something? Like I said, we're more alike than different. We would both, man or woman, have curiosities why someone just fell off the planet instead of being honest with us. And what's interesting is we'll make up all kinds of excuses for you guys. Oh, well, he's been busy. He was working today. He probably had to work overtime. He probably went home and fell asleep, so he hadn't had an opportunity to call me yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, even as we talk about guys wimping out like that, Another thing that women don't understand is the societal pressure on guys to be sexless and timid. You know, we're told we're too aggressive. Men start all the wars, blah, blah, blah. The feminization of men to be women with penises, for lack of a better word. I've seen that on a blog somewhere. Let that lady have it, too. You know, women don't want a feminine man. They want a man to be a man. Yet we get this pressure. And it's, you know, we've talked about this on the show before. All of the sensitivity training, all the sexual harassment stuff. Women don't understand how much we're affected by that. I mean, we are literally hamstrung from even talking to women in a manner that shows interest because we're trained to believe women don't want that. Meanwhile, women everywhere are like, is this guy going to ever talk to me? Right. I guess that's where people have come up with rules when it comes to calling and dating and all that. Like if you go on a date, you can't call within so many days and right, exactly. all these all the crazy games. things. Yeah, exactly. Games. Yeah, well, women want to be swept away. They want a guy to show up on a date, and when he realizes there's even a shred of interest, grab her and kiss her. Do it. And they want that, and they may not give you any information leading to that, but you still better do it. Just a guy thing. You know what men don't get about us women? What's that? Romance. Well, I just don't think men understand romance in general. You're absolutely right. I think men think we can buy it. I think it's, you know, we've seen too many Zales diamond commercials, you know, Valentine's day comes around. You better buy flowers. You better buy candy. Romance has nothing to do with that. You know, when I first read your profile, you had talked about romance in it. That's right. And that it wasn't something that had to be costly or expensive. It could Mm. be something as simple as going on a picnic and that you knew how to be romantic beyond my ability to imagine. Yes, my own personal definition of romantic is as follows. It is a moment uniquely shared by a man and a woman. The ladies can't get together and be romantic. They can talk about how the guy was romantic, and they can ooh and ah over that. Right. It's a moment shared by a man and a woman uniquely that is not planned and is likely never to be repeated again, but is very special and causes a chemical spark. Right. That's all it is. Right. It's something memorable and fun and special and... Unique to the two of you. Unique to the two of you, and it has got to be a man and a woman experiencing it. Right. So in other words, you know, if it snows and there's a blanket of snow outside and... You go outside and have a snowball fight. Right, in the middle of the night before anybody else's footprints have touched the snow. Right. Under a full moon. Right. Just you and her. And then just kiss. And you kiss and fall in the snow and make snow angels. Right. Romantic. Exactly. And guys, you know what? It's fun. You delight these women, and, you know, when you delight women, they delight you back. Romance rocks if done right. You got to listen. You know, we just did an excellent, excellent program with a friend of mine named Michael Bloomberg for the Virtuosity Program where we talk about knocking a woman's socks off. And, you know, Emily, it was all about romance. 
It was basically an entire expose on romance. Was that entire hour's worth? You know what's interesting about romance is you know we were describing playing in the snow and things. Mm-hmm. That truly is a form of foreplay. Oh no question. We're talking about building immense, just great sexual tension. Oh yeah, all these guys who just are trying to get off on dates and get women into bed. You're missing all of this opportunity to make women incredibly hot for you and doing it by design the right way. Again, right. we're more Just alike than different. Going out and having fun and enjoying each other's company. And- yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I don't think women understand that men need approval. They need you to be our cheerleaders, y'all as women. Mm-hmm. So guys go to bars and they're trying to impress you with all their stuff. Which doesn't work. Yeah, right, exactly. You roll your eyes, it doesn't work. We don't understand why you weren't impressed with the same thing we'd impress our buddies with, right? Because we're not your buddies. That's right, you're different, you're women. We can impress you by listening to you, responding to your needs, leading you into the kind of excitement and romantic stuff you Mm -hmm. want to be involved with, and what happens? And we want to know more about you guys and, you know, the insides and what make you tick. That explains the question, so what are you thinking? Right. Exactly. We want to know what you're thinking. We don't want to know what car you drive. Right. You don't see women talk about, so, what car do you drive? Well, what you house do, you live but... in? No, no, I mean, <laughs> not the really. famous question that all men dread is, so, what are you thinking? What are you thinking about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We dread it because we don't speak that language. Right. We're more logistical. Right. But what I'm saying is if a guy wants to get that kind of approval... If he does romantic things for the woman, if he's thinking about the woman, has her interests at heart, and he leads towards those interests and those desires of the woman, it's amazing how you become our cheerleaders. You love us. Oh, yes, absolutely. You, you adore us. You do adoring things for us. You tell us we're great. You tell all your friends how great we are. Oh, especially that. Yeah. I mean, guys, if you want this approval from women, and you know you do, you just have to understand them better. You know, that leads me to a thought. If you want to know if you have our approval mm-hmm. and you're around our friends, if you see our friends looking at you like, oh, oh yeah, that's you true. know that we've said some immensely great things about you right. and they're wishing that they were in our shoes. Yeah, I've seen certain friends of yours demeanor change towards me from the first time I ever met them when they didn't know anything about me yet. Mm-hmm. Weeks and months later, their attitudes towards me were completely different. Right. Because of you. Right. Yeah, that's right. You know, kind of along these lines, another thing is I don't think women will ever understand that men are visual. We are not shallow because we want a good-looking woman. It's biologically hardwired. Right. Well, women just, we're always looking into the heart. We like to see things beyond the visual aspect, and I, I, can, I can see that. Yeah, but see, men are hardwired visually. We've got to have a pretty woman or else we're going to think we're settling. So, you know, all of you women who don't even bother to look good and tell guys they're shallow, you're just misunderstanding us. Just like, you know what? I think a guy will say to a woman who wants a man who's a provider, oh, you're just a gold digger. Well, she's hardwired to want that in a man. It's okay. She's not shallow. She has every right to say, I want a man who can provide for a family. And it's no different than a guy saying, I need a woman who biologically is going to look like she's going to bear children. 7 to 10, waist to hip ratio, et cetera, et cetera. Someone who's attractive means someone who's going to be a good mommy, biologically. The opposite of that, that would be, you know, to drive that point home is a woman doesn't want a man who's not going to work and not going to provide. 
That's gonna, right. Who's going to be just a, a couch potato slouch. That's right. Same thing with a man. He's not going to want to be with a woman. He's not going to pursue a woman who likes to look the worst that she can possibly look. That's right. And, you know, same for us, though. I mean, this is, again, it's a human similarity. You don't like slobs. We don't like slobs. But you're bringing up a very good point. Women will complain that the guy works too much. And guys love our work. When two guys get together and they meet each other, what's the first question? What do you do? Right. That's identity to man. We bury ourselves in work, and women forever can't understand why men are such workaholics. Yet, when we don't work, when we're laying on the couch, and we live with our mommies in their basements at age 32, you don't like that either. So which is it? Well, somewhere in between. We like you to be able to work and offer a means of living, but to still be our companion and be there for us. Yeah, I think that's about it. You know, kind of the flip side of that record is I don't think women understand that men just can't be mommies. Oh, come on. You can learn how to do this. You can learn how to do that. I'm telling you, women's maternal instinct, women's maternal abilities cannot be replicated by a man. Well, you know, the uh, when it comes to nursing, they do, do, they do have those devices designed to help men nurse their babies. Yeah, I could go buy a plastic prosthetic <laughs> arm and staple it to my chest, too, and have three arms, right? Come on. You know, this is one of those things that women just don't get. Here, do this. Make Junior stop crying. I am not nearly as good at it. I have had a little girl in this house Mm -hmm. for months and months as her daddy, as her sole caretaker, right? Right. I found out for the first time in 38 years of life what hair conditioner is actually for. (laughs) For detangling. It's not for pleasuring yourself in the shower, right? (laughs) It's, It's for detangling hair. Who knew, right? You know, you put this magic stuff in the little girl's long hair and go figure, it's easier to brush her hair afterwards. Amazing. You know, these kind of things. What to do when she's sick. Dude, I got just as sick as she was and I was puking my lungs out more than her. She was basically (laughs) taking care of me. You know, guys just can't be mommies. And you know what? I think it's time for women to understand that they can't be daddies. Yeah, how so? Women can't be daddies. Look. You raise up a child, right? And if you're raising that kid to be a man, he's going to be a mama's boy. It goes back to the parenting thing that we already talked about. You're just not going to be able to train that guy up to be a man the way a man could. Just like a man can't be a mommy. I think it's time we figure that out. It goes back to the masculine and feminine thing. We can't change it. It's just the way it is. And, you know, I think men don't understand what it's like for a woman to be a single mom either. No, it's a lot of work. Yeah, our schedules are pretty tight because we have... Full-time work, we got to come home, we still got our household duties to do, Mm -hmm. we still have our children to take care of. There's really not a lot of time when it comes for dating. Yeah, oh, you mean you can't just drop everything, get a babysitter right now, and come out with me for the night? Right, exactly. I had a guy one time call me, want me to come out (laughs) at the drop of a hat, and he was upset that I wasn't able to. Yeah, slap a kid on that guy for a while. Right. Yeah, he'll change his tune real quick. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I haven't met a whole lot of single moms who really, really did get all the money and take their ex-husbands or whatever for all they were worth. If they'd never been married, they just found themselves pregnant. You know, that's certainly not the case. But usually, even in a divorce situation, the woman will bargain with the husband to keep the kids, and he gets to keep everything. Yeah, actually. That's pretty much how it goes. With most of my friends, that's how it's worked out. That's exactly right. At one time, I think it used to be the other way around. But nowadays, women are doing whatever they can to make sure they have the kids. You can keep whatever you want. Just let me keep the kids. Yeah, guys don't understand. Now let's get to the important stuff. Why do you like shoes so much? 
Well, <laughs> that's really a simple question, honey. Yeah, well, tell me. Not everything goes with all our outfits. Okay. You have to have black shoes for winter or white shoes for summer. You have to have, there's high heels, there's flats, and then there's little pumps. And depending on what you're wearing, you can't wear high heels with short, short skirts or with uh, short shorts. You need flats for that. So, I mean, there's all these rules. In order to be able to fit the right outfit, you have to have a whole room full of shoes. Well, you know, most of you go Imelda Marcus on us. I mean, you're just collecting shoes. And it's like universal. It's not like some women like to collect postage stamps. Some women like to collect, you know, old lunch boxes, and other women like shoes. Y'all are all into shoes all the time. Here's not a- the short shorts, not the dresses, not even the fashion, not even the jewelry. It's all shoes. Well, the shoes have to go with the outfit. We're talking in a circle here. Even in colors. Wait, there's one other purpose for wearing all kinds of different shoes. Right. Is that our feet need it. Oh, yeah. Well, y'all have a foot fetish. All about the feet. Really, our feet need it. I had a doctor tell me one time, if you're going to be wearing all these unhealthy shoes, at least wear a different one every time. Because if you're wearing the same (laughs) shoe all the time, you're going to develop these problems in the exact same spot. So for health purposes, you have to have a variety of shoes. Doctor's orders, huh? Yeah, well, I bet it was a lady doctor. Look, you all go shopping for shoes constantly. You know, I think the whole shopping thing is a big difference between men and women. We don't understand each other. Guys will forever accuse women of shopping too much and loving shopping. And most men can't stand to go to the mall. We want to buy everything mail order. But you know what? Men do love shopping. Oh, yeah. Y'all like to buy big toys. That's we right. We buy a bunch of little toys. <laughs> when we go shopping, we mean it. That's a big difference between men and women. So as much as we don't get how much you would spend 60 80 or 100 or I guess these Bruno Mollies are like 400 a pair. Right. You know, sheesh. It's all small potatoes compared to when we come home with a brand new 4x4 pickup truck for 40000 bucks. Exactly. Or a GSXR 1000 Now yeah. you get it. See, we buy all these or little a, toys. You know, or a fishing boat or something like that. That is the deal. Men spend hundreds and thousands. When we go shopping, Y'all we seriously... Business. Yeah, we mean business. We are going to go out with the big guns and we are going to shop, you know. If we could buy a Gulfstream 4 jet tomorrow, if we had the means to do it, we would do it. If we became multi-gazillionaires tomorrow, you're mm-hmm. darn skippy, we'd go shopping. Right. That's right. It's just a matter of what we go shopping for, men versus women. Right. Most definitely. Well, if you guys were in just shoes, we'd have to worry about you. Another thing, though, I'll tell you about the shopping. Women go shopping for plastic surgery. Oh, boy. Why do you all need to enhance your breasts when you don't need your breasts enhanced? Why would you think that going under the knife and putting yourself through that would mean so much? I mean, yeah, some people need it. I mean, if your face has gone through a windshield in a car wreck or something, maybe. But you've watched the Dr. 90210 shows with me. It's women who go get this cosmetic plastic surgery, and they rarely even need it. What is the fixation with that? We don't get it. It's not like you're looking better for us either, because we will tell you to your face you don't need it, and you'll still want to do it. Well, we don't believe you. What's there not to believe? How much do we have to harp? Well, for whatever reason, if a woman's needing to do this and you tell her that she looks great the way she is, she really doesn't believe you. She honestly believes that she needs it done and that you're just trying to make her feel better. Well, I don't know. I think we need to start listening to each other. comes back down to the same thing. We need to understand each other. When a man really tells you you look great the way you are, he really means it. Well, you know, it's like you all take so long to get ready in the morning. We don't get it. 
shine some light on that because we don't get it as guys. Why would you need to do it? Is it all the makeup? It Is takes it... time. You got your hair to do. You got a blow dryer. You got your foundation, your eyeliner, your mascara, your lipstick. It all takes time. You know, you're talking about how you don't believe us when we tell you stuff. Right. But you know what I think men don't get? I think that is exactly at the core what you want from us. Well, we get mixed messages from you guys. Right. You tell us you like us when we look natural, but then when we look natural and this really hottie comes by and she's got all this makeup on. Your head snaps around. Right. (laughs) Right. So, hello, what are we supposed to think? It's funny because men have been trained to tell a woman her butt doesn't look fat in those jeans. We don't want you to tell us we look fat or that we look perfect. We want you to tell us that we look absolutely irresistible to you. And that you want to take us. Right. But when it's the truth. Well, we would hope that, you know, you're with somebody that you're fine sexually. All right. But wait, wait, wait. King's X. Time out. When you come out and you say, how does this dress look? I will tell you if it doesn't look good on you. And I will say, no, put the other dress on. It looks much better. Right. And you know I'm telling you the truth. Well, we want that feedback. Right. But men don't believe you want that feedback any more than you believe us when we tell you that you shouldn't get plastic surgery. Well, men think that we're trying to trick them, like it's a trick question. Yes. You know the jokes. We're more alike than different that way. Men and women both don't trust each other. We're really fishing for an answer, either That's to right. tell us what outfit to wear, mm-hmm. or we just want you to tell us you look absolutely hot in right. that outfit. Yes. And I would love to take you right now if you had the time. Yeah, but if we do that all the time because we're afraid of some reprisal, if we go, oh my gosh, you don't look good in that, you should wear this instead, (laughs) then we're going to tell you, oh yeah, honey, you look great all the time. Then you'll stop trusting us because you know it can't be that way all the time. Right. We need an honest feedback. Right. The whole concept of communication, men and women, I think there's a lot of things we don't understand. Well, we want you to be honest with us because the whole purpose of us even being frantic about trying to pick something out is we want to look attractive to you. Oh, I understand that. I think we know that. And it still amazes me that a woman would go out of her way to look great just to go on a date with me. Always just really enjoyed that. Going out with a woman and knowing that she made herself look pretty just to go out on a date with me. I and love that. And I the love fact that you feel still that do, way. Yeah, and the fact that you still do it. Yeah, I it love gives me that. a purpose to want to get dressed up and all fancy because I know you're going to appreciate it and just love it. Right. Absolutely. I don't think men get what you're trying to communicate to us. In other words, all of this revolves back to the central theme of you want a man who can hold you and tell you everything's going to be okay. Right. Men don't understand that's all women want. Oh, yes. When we have a bad day and things just went completely wrong and we're frustrated and we're yelling and we're moody, Mm -hmm. just hug us. And even if you say, leave me alone, I've had a bad day, that's womanese for hug me and hold me and, you know, let me have a good cry or something. Right. Or if you're in the middle of a heated argument and you say, just leave me alone, don't touch me. Yes. Uh, Any of those type of verbiage. It's funny. Most men think that we really mean it and y'all just leave us alone, which is the worst thing you could do. Yeah, but look, how many times in our entire life have we been told that no means no? Well, in this case, a man and a woman are in an argument and the woman says, leave me alone, don't touch me, don't come near me, I don't want to see you. Or I don't want to talk to you. It's confusing to a guy. We're told no means no. It really means show me you care and do something. But for your average garden variety guy out there, it is hard to put a compass to this. It is hard to hold all these situations up to the light and compare them and say, okay, 
She's saying no, no, no while I'm in the middle of having sex with her, but she's really having some rape fantasy or something and I should just pound her harder. We don't understand this stuff. You know, leave me the hell alone and God speak means get out of my garage and come back when I'm in a better mood. Right. right. And men actually mean that. That's right. Because we're upfront about it. You're sending us some code because, again, it's a test of our manhood. Are we going to lead? Are we going to override what you just said and give you what you really want? Well, we know that we're in an argument and we just need the reassurance that you care. Yeah, but did you see the nuance of what I said? You right. want the guy to lead. Yes. So you're not going to tell us what to do. You expect us to know instinctively what to do. And that's the secret to understanding women if you're a guy. Right. In other words, it's nothing is something. Oh, yes. What are you thinking? What's wrong? Nothing's nothing. wrong. Something's wrong. It's you as a guy oh, who instinctively needs to go figure it out. Or the other word. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it matters, right. Or, you know, the hand wave, you know, kind of fanning your fingers out. Whatever. Right? <laughs> Everybody can picture me doing yes. it. Yes. Whatever is something. It's not whatever. There's a very specific something under that whatever. Yeah, and usually a pretty good strong one too. Yeah. This whole concept of understanding instinctively what women need, guys fumble this constantly. On dates, first dates, guys will feel free to say the weirdest, most creepy things, walk around in the dark with women, leave them stand there in a dark alley, drop them off at the front gate of their apartment complex at 2 in the morning and expect them to walk the rest of the way because we don't ever have to worry about actual physical safety on dates. And we forget that that's the first thing you all are concerned about. Yes. And, you know, that's that's truly interesting because that can make or break a date instantly. Yes. Because if a man does exactly what you just described, yes, he's just killed any opportunity for the future because <laughs> he's demonstrated right. that he has no caring for her personal safety. Password. The password principle. We did a newsletter on this. Oh, no, back to you, Betty White, right? <laughs> so the woman has this guy drop her off at the apartment complex at 2 in the morning. She's on the date with the next guy and goes, can you believe this last guy I went out with just dropped me off at the gate of my apartment complex at 2 in the morning? He goes, one of two things, right? Well, you know, uh, that's because you're a big girl now, and we all respect your ability to find your way home. We're not going to hold your hand because you all women hate that. Oh, back to you, Betty White. Sorry, you blew it, right? If he goes, well, you know, a real man would have driven you to the door and made sure you got safely inside before you even thought about leaving. Ding, 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 ding. 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 We got a winner. A freaking lootly. Why is this so hard for guys to understand? Guys, you need to start understanding women. And they will say, no, no, no. I'm okay. But Just call me a cab. I'll be fine if you live in New York, like another sex of the city. Right, right. right. Oh, it's all about men leading. Guys, women aren't giving you the straight answer because they want you to go find that answer. Be a man and lead. They're not going to well, lead you. The biggest thing, we don't want to put you out of your way. And so if you do something for us, we want to make sure it's something you honestly, truly want to do for us. Not because we made you, mm -hmm. not because you felt you had to, but because you want it to. That's right. That's why you feel manipulated when we buy you flowers and diamonds and we just want something out of you. Because when we say, no, don't do it, well, we don't want you doing it if you don't want to. That's right. Honestly, we actually mean what we're saying. It's just that if you happen to take it a f step further and say, no, I want to make sure you're safe, right. regardless of what happens to us, that's awesome. Again, it's a human thing. We don't want to be taken advantage of. You all don't want to be taken advantage of. You want to be listened to, respected, and heard. Right. Which is exactly why we need you to understand why we love sports so much. 
while we love to compete, I don't understand why a woman would not be a sports fan. Well, that would be the equivalent of us and dancing. Right. You don't understand why we don't want to go dancing with you. Right. Well, men love sports because I guess we're the hunters and we love the human drama. You know, it's fourth down, goal to go. The team's down by six points, you know, and this is the national championship college football game. Most women couldn't care less. Yet you'll go watch these fake scripted soap operas where there's no real people even involved. We don't understand that. But I guess you all just aren't competitive. We need to understand that. What's the fantasy of romance? Well, there's no romance in football. There's no No. crying in baseball either. Yeah, in the uh, romantic movies and the shows that you're talking about. If I see one more movie where they're getting married outdoors at the end and it starts raining and ruins the whole thing, (laughs) I'm just going to do a class action lawsuit with everybody I know who's male and red-blooded against every screenwriter in in Hollywood. Aww. Well, we didn't finish about dancing. No, we didn't finish about dancing because I didn't want to go there because I don't like to dance. But I take you dancing, and I actually do a really, really good job of looking like I enjoy it. But you know what my secret weapon is? You don't realize this. What's that? Wear you out. Wear me out. Yes, take you out there and dance your brains out until you can't take it anymore. Then we might get to leave early. <laughs> that is seriously, that's my whole work. MO. Oh, it kind of works sometimes. Does it really now? At least I try to think it works. I think most guys aren't really hugely into dancing. The guys who can go learn the ballroom and the salsa, they get all the women. They're smart. Just like guys who learn how to cook, right? Exactly. We love a man when they know how to dance. And it, I think the biggest reason why y'all don't like to dance is because you don't know how to dance. Yeah, well, we also love women who put on pink leathers and go knee drag, you know, motorcycles at 120 miles an hour around turns. Right. But there aren't many of them out there. No, there's not. And I don't see you throwing your leg over a motorcycle anytime soon. Well, I don't have a motorcycle to throw my leg over. Oh, so maybe if you had a motorcycle, you'd use it? Yeah. Would well, you dance? Yeah, I think I can probably uh, make a little concession there. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think that would be great. Bring it. All right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of this discussion. It's been, wow, action-packed. We've covered a lot of ways that men and women need to learn how to understand each other. Yeah, that's just the tip of the iceberg. If you want to send us a voicemail, I'll tell you folks straight up, we've received lots of voicemails from you. We have yet to get one that actually has a question we can use on this show. If you want to send us a voicemail, please have a clearly articulated question that will be for the good of everybody listening. And if you have such a question, please call this number. It's 210-362-4400. That's plus one if you're outside the United States, plus one, 210-362-4400. We want to hear from you. Please give us your name, where you're from. You can come up with a fake name if you must. And above all, at the end, please give us your email address so we can send you something cool for free at the end we also have a new blog it's www.edumacation.com that's e-d-u-m-c-k-a-y-t-i-o-n.com we have video and we have other blog posts there lots of free content for you you want to definitely go check that out and uh, feel free to jump in and give comments yes it's very cool i like hearing and seeing what everybody has to say Now, we've also got for you new episodes of Online Dating Profile Rating. It's been a long time coming, we know. That's because we've just inked a deal with Match.com, which we're excited about. We've been looking forward to it. That's right. Emily and I met on Match. From now on, we're going to be taking your profiles that you can feel free to email us. And we're going to be overhauling them on Online Dating Profile Rating. So this is what this show has always 
pretty much what this show always should have been online dating profile rating and we're going to basically clean up that act and get you some brand new episodes the first new episode is probably already up by the time you're listening to this that's right so it's feeds.feedburner.com front slash online dating we looked out on that one so definitely go check that out we actually got an email a couple of days ago emily from a guy who is crediting that show and our online dating domination program for guys with taking him from settling for women who were pretty mediocre in his own eyes to actually dating a real live actress who was just on a reality show that's built around having hot women on it. That's right. He's pretty excited, and we were excited to get that email from him. And if you want to know more about online dating domination, go to onlinedatingdomination.com if you're a guy. And Emily, yours is about ready to be launched to the world, isn't it? It is. I just need a couple more things and it's done. So ladies, look forward to Emily's program on helping you get better at online dating also. If you've got some holiday shopping to do, we'd love for you to go and get a free copy of Deserve What You Want just for doing holiday shopping. Think that sounds preposterous? Well, it is pretty preposterous, but it doesn't make it any less true. We are teamed up with TrialPay.com. That means you can go shopping places like Blockbuster, The Gap, wine sampler kits, all kinds of crazy stuff. There was over like a hundred of them. Yeah, a lot of them are places you shop at right now already. This one guy will send you $97.00. Worth of cigars for twenty nine ninety five, and I send you my twenty seven dollar ebook for free when you buy the twenty nine ninety five worth of cigars. What? I don't know how they do it, folks. All I know is it's good for you. We get paid for our stuff, and I highly recommend it. So go to anything you see at deservewhatyouwant.com that's in the twenty twenty seven dollar range, and you can try pay your brains out. And it's Christmas season, all that pointing and clicking that you're going to be doing online anyway. You might as well get some free stuff from Emily and me for that trouble. That's right. Absolutely. We always appreciate you for listening. And like we said from the outset of the show, we've actually got a bonus program for you. We know there's not nearly enough updates to this particular program. Go to x-net-media.com. Get in on our newsletter and you will be immediately forwarded to a bonus episode of X and Y on the Fly that talks all about our home birth and the birth of our son, John Scott Makaja McKay Jr. That's right. We had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. And he was uh, two weeks old yesterday. Yes. So, uh, yes, that is a lot of fun. That episode has a lot of unexpected twists and turns. First time Emily and I really sat down and talked about it. It was kind of like our journal. So uh, x-net-media is the place for that. Go get you some. We will be talking at you real soon with episode number 35, where our special guest will be Renee Piani from lovemechanics.com. You don't want to miss it. Until that time, my name is Scott McKay. And I'm Emily McKay. Be good. And have fun. Copyright 2007. X and Y Communications Worldwide Media Casting Network. Visit Scott and Emily on the web and get the X and Y Communications newsletter at www.deservewhatyouwant.com. You can also join Emily's newsletter just for the ladies at www.keystobliss.com. Also, be sure to check out the brand new Dating Cast on iTunes or at www.x-net-media.com. This is Ed Roy Odom, and you've been listening to the X and Y on the Fly Dating Podcast.